When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. What exists, reality itself, is gorgeous. It is the plenum, the fullness of total joy. The universe is a celebration. It's a firework show to celebrate that existence is. Wow, we. For those of us seeking a life of meaning and purpose, capturing fulfillment in every moment of now, seeking the truths of our reality so we can live this life to its fullest. This is the Live This Life Podcast. And I'm your host, Hugh Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question every day. Are you living party killing time? What's going on, everyone? Time to get it growing again. Back in the studio solo this time. I feel like it's it's been a minute since I've done a solo episode, since I've done an episode on my own. Um, and I mean, I guess I've been doing the book readings and stuff, but it's uh, it's just been a while since I've been on a solo episode. And it was just me and my, my thoughts, and I'm just jamming on some stuff that's bubbling up for me like I usually do. Uh, it's definitely, definitely been a while. I think maybe I've only done one or two episodes like that this season. So got to get back at it. Uh, you know, of course, everybody knows my life goes in these waves up and down of, of different busyness cycles and everything else. So, um, but this is one that I've been wanting to do for quite a while. It's, uh, it's an episode that is definitely one that's going to be quite meaningful for me. Uh, just because of the subject matter. And it's definitely uh, the center of the reason why I created this podcast, this entire subject. Um, this episode, actually, I, w- I want to dedicate this one to my dude, Mike Romano. Um, Mike is currently fighting the good fight against leukemia. And, um, you know, if there were any news that I'd heard of, of anybody having some adversities in their life, um, this one struck me pretty hard. Um Mike probably is one of the nicest people I've met in my life. Like if if I had to choose uh, make a list of the 10 nicest people on the planet that I've ever met, he would definitely be at the top of that very short list. Um, literally one of those people that I, I think hardly anybody could say that they don't like him. Um, so, you know, hearing that news to, to hear somebody as awesome as him going through something as serious as what he's going through was uh, one that... that in one sense hits pretty hard in the other sense especially when we get the experience that I do uh, with everything I've gone through in my life it also brings back a whole bunch of stuff so um, yeah this one's for you my friend stay strong um, stay positive and everything that you're going through Uh, live your life like you know tomorrow could be your last day although knowing you've got thousands of uh, thousands upon thousands of more days in front of you so um, and don't accept any other option but that, you know, there's uh, there's no surrender. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and for those of you listening in well over 100 countries now, uh, the thousands of folks whose ears this is reaching at this moment, please send some healing thoughts to my guy, Mike. Um, could use all the positive energy, I think, that uh, the world could send him right now. So send that to him and his family. So uh, this episode is going to be one that's definitely, like I said, an emotional one for me. Um, the last few months I've sort of reached a place where I just, I guess I've had the utmost gratitude for life that I think I've, I've ever had. 
um, right now, you know, I'm definitely a, a sentimental, nostalgic sap for the most part. And, uh, you know, everything has just, uh, I don't know, it's, it's just everything's becoming nostalgic basically in the moment like not even as it's in the rear view but it's you know not even weeks or months later but stuff that's just as it's passing by it's becoming nostalgic i'm not sure if that even makes sense like i'm so much in the moment of everything that's happening in my life that uh, while i'm there i'm feeling like wow this is such an amazing time in my life and it doesn't get much better than this and i'm just gonna miss this current moment this place that I'm at, this thing I'm experiencing right now. I, I know this is just, you know, the good old days and I'm living it right now and, and just the appreciation that I'm in for everything that uh, that I have in my life. Um, and, you know, by no means is my life perfect. I mean, I definitely get the opportunity at this point in this stage of my life to to live a little bit more of a free life than, than I've been able to in the past. And, you know, maybe one that a lot of people would would envy and be want you know and i feel like there's still some things missing in my own life and it's definitely um not perfect you know and especially like some of the days in the last few weeks were pretty rough um today was one of them you know i was, was blindsided and and insulted by some very ungrateful people in in the world and um spent a lot of time and effort on some things and and you know doesn't work out the way that you want it to, but I still show up the best I can and give all I can to the world. And, you know, I, I wish the best on everybody and wish the best outcomes for everything. And I make the best of what I have and I don't dwell on the things that maybe didn't work out in my favor or the way that I thought they should work out. Um, but ultimately, they all have to work out the way that they were meant to work out, right? We all have to have that mindset. Um, and to be honest with you guys, you know, you you don't want to miss those feelings of appreciation in your life. You know, the feeling of knowing that it's not always going to be good, but it's going to be life and you just have to keep living it. And, uh, you know, uh, I guess I'm fortunate that you have realized that um, the good old days are now. And that goes for everybody, you know, and I guess, you know, maybe the good old days, some of the good old days have, uh, were better than these good old days, but as long as you're still here and you're still in your life, um, you got the chance to experience amazing moments and uh, there's nothing else like it. And try not to measure the past to, you know, what the measure the present of what the past is supposed to be or what the present. I'm going to butcher the hell out of this one, but don't measure the present by what the past was supposed to make it be. Yeah, you get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're. If you're not at that stage in your life where you're able to get at that appreciation in your life, um, pursue it. Go after it. Uh, don't let that moment of uh, appreciation pass you by. Don't let those feelings of being able to appreciate your life pass you by. Learn that skill, whatever you want to call it, from whoever you have to. Um, but learn basically how to get that absolute presence in your life, I guess, is what it is. Learn how to be in those moments because doesn't get get much better than that place in that perspective in your life um, but often that perspective can come at a price for sure you know mine was was knocking at the door of my own mortality a few times you know the price that I paid to get to that perspective was potentially losing my life a couple times in my 20s to cancer um, and, and watching so many other people lose their lives during the course of my career and putting a ton of effort into a life that I thought I was going to build a great uh, name for and, and build this big thing for myself only to feel 
empty in the end because it wasn't getting me to the places that actually made me feel fulfilled. And, you know, all that stuff had to crumble and it had to crumble me down to my foundation, my roots. And I had to build it all back up in a whole different way from the rubble and the ashes of it all. But don't let something that drastic as as a near-death experience or losing somebody important in your life or hitting rock bottom to bring you to that enlightened path. You know, that's basically the catalyst for that perspective in so many people's lives. And you don't have to go through all those hardships to reach that enlightened path, you know, and it's, it's something that's invaluable. And I guess learning the lesson firsthand definitely is a great way to do it, but it also comes with a lot of pain. So if you can learn from other people's experience and you can kind of wake yourself up to these concepts and you can wake yourself up to the realization that you don't need to have something drastic impact you in your life to make you wake up and feel alive and live your life in a whole different way, then do it. You know, you can get inspired by stories and and what other people have gone through rather than going through those hardships yourself. Um, yeah. So yeah, I can bring myself back to a few short years ago where I guess I was just so damn worried about doing so much stuff all the time that my own life had really had roped me in, right? I guess that's the right way to say it. Uh, you know, my life basically roped me up. It 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 weighed me down like an anchor because I guess I just wanted to get so much stuff done. I was chasing the pot of gold, uh, you know, a name, a title, and a, a reputation, and, and a respect, or, or what I thought was respect. Um, you know, my career was was roping me in where I thought I wanted to go was roping me in how messed up the world was at certain times it was dragging me down and it roped me in as well. Uh, just so many things that, that weren't elevating me to my highest potential those things were my focus and in my attention and it just I poured myself into those things all the time and that's what kept showing up in my life. It wasn't enjoyable stuff that was showing up it was the chasing, the I don't have, the world is bad. It was it was all those things because that's all I was pouring my attention into. But think about that, really. Think about that, though. How messed up is it that that's the way that we live our lives? Most of us do. I mean, even if you are somebody who's kind of self-aware and you've been through some stuff, you're probably still living that kind of life. I mean, people who are very aware of what's going on in the world have their pulse on some of the negative things that are going on. And... You end up getting roped into that and you pour more energy into that. And then what happens to feedback loop? You pour energy into stuff that continues to drain you and it never gives you your energy back. So why do we do this? I honestly will never know because I do it to this day. You know, I'll be scrolling through social media and especially TikTok. It's at the point where I've got an algorithm going where all these bad things are popping up, all these bad people doing bad stuff and all these conspiracy theories and stuff that I don't know, more more of them have been proven true than not lately. I guess that's the hard part. But, you know, it ropes you in. And at one point you feel like, you know, knowledge is power. But in the other sense, it just drags you down. And that's where your energy ends up going. I'll never understand why we do it. Never in a million years will I understand why we let something that we absolutely dread or hate in our lives, people we don't like, why we let those things get the best of us. We pour most of our energy into those people by thinking about them or talking about them even when we're not around them. We come home, we'll gripe to our spouses or anybody who will listen, and we exchange that energy with them even when they're not there. It's insane. You know, if it's if it's something that we don't want in our lives, 
We need to literally just get it out of our lives. You know, get ourselves away from that thing as much as humanly possible. Get it out of our thoughts, you know, and not give any sort of power or weight to it. Because that means you're giving a part of yourself to it. The mental energy is a significant thing. I mean, I'll get a little out there with you guys on this one. And I always talk about, you know, scientific, science, science, scientifics, the science and physics of things. Um, you know, everything has some movement to it at the smallest levels of the universe. Vibration and, and your thoughts are all waves of potential. It's all energy. It's really a tangible thing. It's really not like an out there concept. It's scientifically proven. Um, physical stuff from the, the table or chair that you're sitting at is comprised of vibrating, moving particles. It's a vibrational wave, just like the thoughts in your head, just like brain waves. And just because one thing you can physically touch and the other one you can't doesn't mean that down there at the smallest level, they aren't both the same thing. They're not both vibration because it's proven in particle physics that a field of vibration at the very smallest level of everything is where the first particles of physics emerge from it's like a sea of like a quantum undulating foam or something to that effect and basically our our thoughts are also measured in waves they're measured in hertz and both of those things emerge from the same place so you have to govern every single thought that you think all day long you have to govern every single word that you speak every single thing that you say, if you don't want it in your life, you have to make sure you're not speaking it. Whether it's a shitty job or something as serious as an illness or cancer, you have to choose your thoughts like you choose your clothes every single day. It has to be purposeful because that's what's going to show up in your life. The predominant thoughts will 100% show up. Um, you know, and a good example of this, and I'll get to the whole subject of today's episode, but sort of setting the stage for it all and the mindset, mindset of, of, you know, how we approach our lives when we die. Um, so I'm watching this TV show. I've, those of you who know me or listen to the show often, you'll know that I, I watch very little TV. Uh, but I'm a total DC Comics nerd when I was a kid, you know, like Superman, Wonder Woman, that whole the Batman thing. Um, love those guys. And right now there's a, there's a show on CW Superman and Lois. Um, if you're not familiar with it, very cool show. If, I suggest if you're not watching it now, you start from the beginning because the storyline's pretty cool, but it's easy to get lost. Um, but anyways, spoiler alert, if you haven't fast forward like a minute, um, I'm currently at a part in the series where Lois gets cancer and in watching it and she's in there getting treatment and they're dealing with it and the, the impacts of it and the impacts of it on the family. And it's like, I'm watching this stuff unfold. There's even certain points where I have to like fast forward it. Like, okay, I, I get what's going on. I don't want to see this stuff cause it makes me, it drags me down. It makes me relive some of the stuff that I went through and it's, it sucks. Um, sitting in those treatment centers and watching people who you know are likely not going to make it um, and makes you start thinking about your own mortality. Are you going to be one of them one day and and everything else? So, you know, the, the show has, has, you know, as great as it is, as, as much as I love to watch the show, uh, has, has brought me to a place recently. And, um, you know, if you think about those circumstances enough, you can definitely bring about illness in your life. I'm very well aware of that. Um, psychosomatically, you can do things to your own body. And I very much govern the thoughts that I think all the time. I used to worry day in and day out. Every single time I had a headache or a sore throat or anything, it was, oh boy, you know, the, the big C's coming back. And meeting with more people that I've interacted with through the course of this podcast, 
I've discovered about how I even said things like my cancer and I would own it and I was called out on it. Um, Josh Perry, a pro BMX uh, rider who had tumors in his brain, he was the one who actually called me out on that whole thing and said, hey, don't own that. You can say that it was part of your journey or the big C, but don't even say the word. Don't own it especially because your words have unimaginable impact on your actual physical life. Um, and I, I studied a lot of this kind of stuff where people can make themselves healthy or sick based on their mindset sometimes it's not a hundred percent but you can definitely make yourself sick or better solely by the power of your own mind that you can uh you know basically you your mind can alter your reality your mind can actually alter your world and some people are, are that powerful in that their thoughts can do certain things drastic things to their body um the placebo effect is exactly that the mind can cause Healing effects within the body that are merely induced by the mind. Um, and, you know, the nocebo effect is a similar thing where the mind can cause adverse reactions to something like, say, you know, a vaccine that uh, all these people are having health issues with lately. Some people had, a, you know, a, a placebo. They didn't actually get it, but then they developed the same side effects that other people were just through psychosomatics. They were their mind was basically giving them these side effects like they got the real dose and they didn't. And of course, the placebo is when people actually sit down and they get a medication to cure some sort of a disease or something. And in the test subjects, uh, some people get the real medicine, some people just get a, a sugar pill. And miraculously, the people who take the sugar pill get cured from the disease, just like the people who took the medication. And it happens as a standard. Every single medical test has the placebo, and it's at a minimum one-third of its participants every single time are cured. One-third of the participants have their, their symptoms or their, their illnesses cured by their mind because they're taking nothing but a sugar pill. Um, and sometimes it can be as high as 60% on certain um, uh, medical trials as well. So, you know, your mind can do a lot of stuff. So you got to watch what you think and you got to watch what sort of things that you're, you're consuming all the time, whether it's food or media or different things, movies and everything else. Um, so yeah, anyways, I'm, I'm watching this show and it gets to a place where they keep focusing on our illness and the treatments and you know, my mind just keeps starting to wonder with all this stuff. And I'm, 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 you know, hoping that I don't ever have to feel what they're going through and I don't want to go in that place ever again. And, you know, I've already done it twice. I've had to grapple with all of that stuff. And, uh, you know, a whole host of thoughts start, start pouring in, in my awareness. Um, you know, and although I was much younger then than I am now, um, when I went through those illnesses, I was 26 and 29, I had to grasp mortality back then. And, you know, even now, I'm still too damn young to have anything happen ever again. So it's really hard to see stuff like that and hear about people who, who get sick and are going through rough times because all those worries start flooding back for myself and worries for them. Um, and it's just, it's hard to get those thoughts out of your mind when they start to roll in, you know? So the show combined with the news of, the, of my friend Mike and, you know, mortality really set in full circle for me again. And I've been spending, uh, you know, a lot more time talking about and thinking about uh, that French King Bridge. Not sure if many of you heard about the Boston Globe article, um, but I posted something about that a couple weeks ago in the Boston Globe. I was, um, I contributed to an article about this bridge that I had a lot of suicide incidents on uh, years ago. Um, and that just made me 
start thinking about all the things involving life and death and everything that goes along with it. And, uh, you know, all those things are what led to my wake up call. And, um, like I said before, all those, all those hardships, all those things that people go through, those can often lead you to sit there and wake yourself up and say, wow, what am I doing with my own life? You know, what are people going to think about me when I'm gone? You know, what, what, sort of life am I going to leave behind? What sort of legacy am I going to leave behind? You know, and I guess it's a really good place to be in if you haven't had to have the universe give you, you know, the bitch slap upside the head with a two by four to get you to wake up to ask those questions and really step back and look at your own life and see what kind of picture you're painting to the people that are around you, the people that are encountering you. Um, it's, It's a really interesting place to be because this concept wasn't really talked about much. It was just kind of like almost people had to go through the shit so that they could come out the other side a better person. And I've definitely, I think there is a value in that because I think the the learned experience is definitely much different. You know, you can go out in the world with all the degrees and education that you can possibly get, but it doesn't mean you actually know how to do the job that you're trying to go after, right? The experience 100% of the time is more valuable, but there is a good substitute that you can learn about certain things and gain the concepts and get to a certain place at, you know, maybe a more reasonable speed. And if there is one thing you can try and fast forward through in life is going through hardships. If you can learn from somebody else's experiences, then by all means do it. Um, But to get to a place where you realize that your life isn't about titles, it isn't about the things that you accumulate, you know, it's, uh, you know, I'll use the lyrics of the song that actually inspired this episode. Life, life isn't about your possessions. It's about how many headlights you'll see in your procession at your funeral. Um, it was a song by, uh, it actually came in divine timing recently because all this stuff that's been bubbling up for me, then this song comes up and man, it was like a tearjerker for me, but, um, it was a song by Tim McGraw and I'm not a huge country fan either. So that's what's crazy is I love this song and I'm not a huge country fan, but, um, Tim McGraw has a new song and it's called standing room only which references that, you know, at his funeral, there's, there's not going to be any room to sit down. There's going to be standing room only. And, uh, you know, I'd love to play that song actually, but it's such a new song that I can't get the rights for it, (laughs) or it would be nearly impossible, especially on the budget that we have, um, for copyright reasons. Uh, but basically I'll, I'll link the, I'll link the show, uh, the song in the show notes. I'll I'll put a link to YouTube in there so you can go listen to it. Um, actually, you know what? Pause, pause it and go listen to that song. Check the, check the show notes. The link will be in there. And then we'll get to the rest of the episode or at least listen to half the song. Listen to a part of it uh, if you haven't heard it already, but it's a great song. Um, so go ahead. I'll wait. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. As many of you know, mental health is something that I take very seriously. That's why I've chosen to partner the podcast with BetterHelp. Their licensed therapist can help you identify what areas of your life you're having difficulty with and help you ride the ups and downs of life. I personally use BetterHelp, and I have to say, for somebody who's experienced with the process of seeing therapists, BetterHelp's resources are beyond amazing. You can choose from their network of over 30,000 licensed professionals to find one that you vibe with. Want a male, female, specific ethnicity, certain religious background? BetterHelp lets you narrow it down that specifically so you can find the perfect therapist for your care, and you can easily change therapists at any time which I have no intention of doing because my therapist, Bruce, is the man. 
I have amazing conversations with him. I leave our sessions not only feeling like I've taken a weight off my shoulders, but I leave the sessions with objectives to accomplish for the next appointment. You can choose video, audio, or chat sessions that all go right through the app, as well as journal entries that you can send right to your therapist so they know ahead of time what you might want to work on. They offer live webinars on a range of subjects, all of which adds to the toolbox for your mental well-being. Jump on the solution that millions are turning to. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash live this life to get started and get 10% off your first month of therapy. That's betterhelp.com forward slash live this life. There's a lot of talk about the cost of eating healthy, but it's far less expensive when considering the price of sickness. That's why I've partnered the podcast from the start with one of the highest quality supplement companies on the planet, Organifi. Our food market in the Western world is more bombarded by carcinogens like glyphosate and preservative ingredients that you can't even pronounce, all of which have a detrimental effect on literally every part of your health. Being a two-time cancer survivor, I want to stay a survivor, which is why I do everything in my power to ensure that I'm living the healthiest life I can so I can be here for many years to come. That's why I turn to Organifi for all of my supplement needs. I start my day by adding the green juice and complete protein powder to my post-workout shake, and I end my day with the gold chocolate to help my mind and body recover from the demanding life that I live. I'm into my 40s and people ask me all the time, what's your secret recipe? And part of that answer is always Organifi. If you're serious about investing in your health, then adding Organifi to your daily healthy living regimen is a must. Head over to OrganifiShop.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I-S-H-O-P.com to check out their amazing line of products. If you find something that you want to dive into, use the promo code LiveThisLife, all one word, and get 15% off of your purchase. All right, so hopefully you got to listen to the song along with those ads. Um, but yeah, the 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 song and all the other experiences I've been going through lately combined, uh, you know, with some very valuable and impactful experiences that have happened lately um, have definitely got me thinking about this whole concept of what sort of legacy you're going to live behind. And, you know, when you die, how are you going to be remembered? And, you know, what sort of life have you lived if today was your day, right? Um, it just has reminded me so much about how limited and fragile life really is. You know, it is absolutely too short and precious to let it slip through the cracks of your fingers. And, um, you know, you have to really focus on what matters the most in your life. You have to focus on the things that really at the end of it all, are you going to be happy you spent the time that you spent doing what you were doing in your entire life? Um, and, you know, I guess one of the best parts of that song uh, and I'll actually have to read the lyrics a little bit. Let me, I can pull them up here. Um, yes, yeah, start forgiving and start forgetting. Be somebody that's worth remembering. Live a life so when I die, there's standing room only. Yeah, that, that was, it's such an awesome song. And like I said, I'm not a huge country fan, but, um, you know, just thinking about the term standing room only, you know, that, that brought me right to a guy that uh, I talked about in episode 90, the episode about heroes of our lives. Um, if you haven't checked that episode, I'll actually link that one as well. Um, and I know sometimes, guys, I apologize for this because I say I'm going to link certain things and I don't. So I'll make sure that I link that episode in there. Um, but yeah, check it out in the show notes. I will link episode 90. But this guy, 
a really great family friend I knew my entire life, uh, Timmy O'Leary. He was just one of those heroes that I had in my life. Um, and he passed away in 2016 and his passing basically, uh, was caused just by a whole bunch of illnesses that he had. And while his body was starting to fail on him, uh, he, he just kept on fighting and he was just pushing through the process for so many years and just did it with just such a, a great attitude and had such a loving and, and cheerful attitude, despite all the pain that he was going through. Um, you know, I, I can't imagine that he wasn't sad about thinking about life coming to an end because he knew it was it was going to be um, coming sooner or later. And, uh, you know, I want to say he would maybe when he passed away in 2016, he was in maybe like his late 50s. Um, but, yeah, he was, he was just one of those amazing people that everybody in this entire area knew him and, and most people adored him. And just seeing how many people were at his funeral, which we all knew it was going to be that way when the time came. I mean, he, he knew he was going to pass and people were coming to say goodbye to him in the weeks leading up to his death. And uh, we knew it was just going to be one of those funerals where it was just going to be tons and tons of people. There was no way around it. Um, but yeah, the, the the line went down and around the block. And if anybody's funeral I've ever seen in my entire life was standing room only, it was his. And that just made me think like, wow, you know, it was a, such an inspiration when when he did pass because it made me wake up to realize like, wow, if I passed away today, was I going to have a crowd anywhere near this? And what were people going to think of me once I was gone? And were people going to say the things about me that they were saying about him? And the answer was just no on every one of those levels. No, no, no. I mean, it's not like I was some awful person and that there weren't going to be people who missed me and that there wasn't going to be, you know, a lot of people there. But it was just like the inspiration of seeing just how much a person can impact people's lives and how adored somebody can be. It just made me evaluate everything. Like, you know, if you're not aiming for that, then, you know, figure out what matters in life. Because I think that that's one of the most valuable things that you can do in your life is just impact people on that kind of a level. So I don't know when, when he passed, I just remember his funeral, you know, obviously people were sad, but it was just so much more of a celebration of life. Like he just lived it every minute, like nothing bad was ever going on. And, um, you know, it, it just made me look at everything in the years ever since then, you know, pretty much all the time I have his, his, um, his, his funeral card in my car still. And sometimes on my rough days, I'll put it up on my dashboard. So it sits there and, uh, it just reminds me of that feeling like, you know what? Sometimes you lose your faith in humanity. Sometimes you lose your faith in people, but ultimately you got to try and live a life that when, when you go, they're going to like you half as much as that guy. Um, you know, make it so that when your time comes in, they're at your funeral, that it, it they're not gonna be able to get through the door for a few hours. And that's, that's pretty much what motivates me on a regular basis. Um, you know, and as tough as his passing was, it was probably one of the best things that happened uh, as far as a motivation went for me because it was a catalyst for me to just be a better person overall in so many different areas of my life, you know, and it, it still motivates me to this day. Um, but yeah, of course, I have my moments still. We all do. I mean, we have our highs, we have our lows. Uh, I have times where I'm not my greatest self and that's okay. You know, we're all allowed that. As long as we keep striving to be our brightest version and we keep course correcting whenever we recognize that we're not our best version that's all we can do right um you know uh, among my my many motivators um that's one of my biggest ones you know what i 
what I want is I basically want to make sure that I'm I'm not forgotten when I leave because uh, I just don't know how long that's going to be. You know, in all reality, none of us do. I know that. I know that to this day. Um, but I'll tell you what, it hits a little bit different when you've knocked on the door a couple times already. It makes it a little bit more real. Um, and I got to tell you, I don't want to go anytime soon. I, I love life in general. And, uh, you know, it, it's um, it's not, I don't know, get emotional on this one, guys. To love life in general, even if it's uh, not going good, is a is a whole different place to be because I know the alternative, guys. Like if you're sitting out there and you listen to episodes like this and you're like, yeah, you don't know what I'm going through and you don't know the type of hardships I'm going through. And it's like, no, you're right. None of us do. One of us can go through one certain thing and someone else can go through the same or very similar type thing. And when someone says, oh, I can't imagine what you're going through or I know what you're going through or anything like that. You don't know. Everybody's perception on everything is completely different. I'll just tell you that uh, I've been through some rough times and I've been through the shit and we all have. And some of the levels of the stuff that I've been through and still have had the appreciation for life despite them, that's the place that I'm hoping most of you can get to. That even in some of the roughest times and the darkest moments, you're still appreciative because the alternative is not being here. And life will come in those cycles. It has to. It comes and goes. The tide goes in. The tide goes out. The tide might be out right now, but it's going to come back in. And usually the swing to the left is equal to the swing to the right. It's one of those laws of the universe that I've talked about a million times. So you hang in there. You hang in there through some of it, but it, it's it's more than likely going to turn around for you at some point. And when you're still grateful, even those lowest points, it makes those highs even higher. And that's often where that propulsion comes from you know I've talked about how you pull back the arrow and it's that resistance and when you let go it flings that arrow how many more times farther than it was drawn back it's just sometimes when that arrow is drawn back that's the hardest part and you got to hold it there as long as you can but you're appreciative in those dips even in those darkest moments and uh, that's what's made the difference in my life that I kept it fairly optimistic in some of those darkest times and that has inspired other people to do the same thing and I've had so many people tell me through emails or conversations that people listen to the show and tell me how that outlook has helped them through this certain bad time and that certain this other time and you know despite the fact that this show isn't bringing in you know massive amounts of money and it takes a lot of time and sometimes it's tough to carry on the biggest reward is when one of those conversations happens and you have inspired somebody who's gone through something rough and they tell you that they don't know how they would have made it if it weren't for some of the advice that they heard you say on your show and heard on a recording like this. So, um, yeah, it's such rewarding stuff. And I, I, I pray for all of you guys who are out there who are going through tough stuff. Um, keep your head up and try and be appreciative. Try and find something in every single day to be appreciative of. But, um, yeah, you know, there are certain points where um, I guess I, was, I wasn't particularly happy about even the, like the reputation that I had built in my life. And it was, uh, that, was, that was one of the toughest realizations when I looked at my entire 
history, I guess, when I sort of woke up after Timmy died and I had to look at, uh, all right, if you went today, what sort of stories are people going to tell about you? And uh, they were short stories and not many of them ended well, <laughs> you know, that's, that was one of the toughest parts. And, you know, that happened in 2016, 2017 is when I went through my dark night of the soul. And it was really that year. That was the last year that I spent in law enforcement. And I have even talked to some parents this past weekend of the kids who were in the schools when I was there. And they were like, you know, I had one parent tell me that I, I saved their kid's life and that they've only had several influential men in their life, maybe three of them. And I was one of them. So you hear stuff like that. And it's like, you know what? All those years before that time that I sort of woke up, yeah, maybe they weren't the greatest, but ever since then, I have made the absolute best of them. So, you know, if the cancer didn't wake my ass up, then, you know, Timmy's passing did. But ultimately, what those hardships do is they just build a degree of a person who's just each one of those experiences leads to the next. And it's like a seamless symphony that that plays out that leads you to be, you know, something magnificent towards the end. So that's all we can hope for is that when we hit those crossroads in our life, that we take a completely different direction when we have that opportunity. And if you don't, you know, we all have our screw ups, but if you kind of make those screw ups time and time again, it's no fault but your own, but we all get those crossroads in our lives. And it's in those teachable moments when we, we get to the opportunity to come to that realization of, you know, what, what is the truest success in, in life? What is that going to look like for us? And, you know, once we realize that, we take the motivation that we have and we put it towards some actionable thing and we move forward from that moment in our life toward a different person, the person that we are going to be proud of when our time comes, when our number's called. You know, I know so many people who will dwell on, on the things that they've done wrong as well. I've heard that so many different times. I've heard it from people I've coached where, they just, they can't let go of the things that they've done in their life and they, they hang on to that and they use it as an excuse why they can't be this and why they can't be that. Those people are really hard to snap out of their mindsets. But ultimately, we have to, I guess, accept the choices that we've made and then just pledge to be someone better from that point forward. But I'll tell you right now, things can look so different for so many different people, you know? Um, for those that you know personally, I'm sure you can you can say that certain people um, you know have inspired you, and you can look all the way up to some maybe some people in Hollywood or celebrity status and stuff. I mean, I look up to a lot of different people who are you know big name people and have done some pretty miraculous things in their life. Um, but I, I'm sure that you can look at somebody in your own life who you can say you watch them change and reinvent themselves because they stood firm in the fact that they were no longer going to be whatever person that created an unfavorable set of circumstances in their life. The, the person who made the decisions to lead to the place that they were in and they shifted everything. I know so many different people who have done that. I have a, I have a friend, Brad, uh, my friend, Brad, who I went to high school with and he had some massive, massive drug problems. I mean, all the way to the point where we had to have like a, an intervention thing with him and he ended up disappearing for quite a while. And we we're like, wow, this is going to be the last time we see him. And fast forward, you know, 15 years later, um, a guy who we didn't think was going to make it is now climbed back in. He has a wonderful family and is actually a corrections officer and has straightened his life out. He has worked so hard. Him and him and Aaron, both those guys, huge shout out to both of them. Um, but those are two people right there. I actually hope to have them on the episode sometime. I've gone fishing with them. And, uh, actually, not fishing. We went um, down to the Cape with them and hung out with them after a fishing trip. 
But um, two guys that have inspired me a ton as well and a perfect example of how drastic people can turn their lives around when given the opportunity to realize that it's it's do or die. You know, you got to live life or you're going to stop living and you got to do it with some purpose. Um, but yeah. I will, um, I'll just say that, you know, try to experience it all. The ups and the downs. I mean... I'll tell you right now, I, I definitely don't feel like I've I've arrived at where I want to be. And I know I've got many more ups and downs to get to where I want to be. I mean, I'm quite the contrary. I am nowhere near where I would like to be, or at least where I say I want to be. Sometimes I don't take enough actionable steps to get there. And that's another part of my evolution I'm trying to work through. Um, you know, maybe halfway between where I started from and maybe where I want to be, where I say I want to be in the near future. Um, but the big difference between going from where I started from and, uh, you know, where I am now is that in the beginning of the journey, uh, I wasn't enjoying the process at all. The things that were going wrong were going wrong, and I would, you know, shake my fist at the sky and curse everyone and everything. But now, even the smallest victory is a victory, right? You know, it put me one step higher on that ladder than I was the day before. And uh, the day before, um, that blessing came, you know, as a different person every day, I wake up a much more appreciative and, and, uh, you know, a better person who celebrates every single little win. So do the same thing. Keep celebrating what you have. Celebrate those wins. Even if it's sometimes it's just waking up in the morning, you know, the, sometimes people don't have that, uh, they don't have that win to celebrate. So just keep that in mind, you know, and those little things will build momentum. The more you turn your attention to those little wins, those will ultimately lead you to a much happier place every single day. And I'll tell you what, you can create from a place of appreciation, gratitude, and happiness much easier than you can create from a place of lack and ho-hum and I don't have this thing, you know, when I'll do, I'll be happy, that whole recipe. It doesn't work. If some of you are, are coming out of a setback, you feel like you're you're at one of the lowest points that maybe you've ever been in, this point forward, where you are right here, is where the winds start coming. And your winds, those can come frequently if you turn your attention toward them. You know, they come more frequently actually when you are at your rock bottom. I'll tell you that. I remember that significantly. The winds come more frequently when you turn things around. Um, when you're at that bottom, there's no other place to go than a butt up. So, those winds can come pretty rapidly, so you just have to focus on them. But um, there's not a lot much farther you can fall when you're at your rock bottom and you have a whole huge amount of opportunity in front of you to rebuild things. Uh, that was one of the biggest motivators for me, and I guess that's one of the things that you can do to motivate yourself. Um, you know, what if your time was called in, in just a few days or, you know, maybe a week? Uh, what, how do you want people to remember you? Do you want people to remember you as the type of person who... When you went through the hard times, you know, you were you were always unhappy because of it. And when your expiration came, uh, you know, you were you were somebody that um, was was miserable about it all the time. You know, do you want to be remembered as the person who, uh, you know, despite whatever it was that was going on in life, they approached it with a sense of despair or that despite what they were going through, they made it through their days with a smile and appreciation and that, you know, the other person who is remembering you, that when you were in their presence, 
every time you saw them or talked to them, you brought light into their life rather than the opposite. You know, when a certain person remembers you, do you want to be remembered as somebody who was always talking about the rough times? Or would you rather be known as the person who was happy and appreciative for life and that others genuinely enjoyed your company despite those hard times? I feel like that mindset right there is what makes all the difference. And, you know, yeah, I feel like I've hammered this one home pretty well. Um, so I'm going to leave you on this one. Uh, I hope I've inspired you to do all the things that you need to do so that you can be remembered in an unforgettable, pleasant, and uplifting way whenever your time does come. Because I feel like that's one of the greatest gifts we can leave the world is whatever legacy we are able to build. You know, and don't measure yourself up against anyone else's legacy. You know, people might try to measure themselves up to some of the things that I've done. And I measure myself up to some of the things that I've, uh, people who've inspired me. And I think to myself, man, I've done nothing compared to these other people. It's not what it's about. Because, you know, despite all the wins and the money that some other people might have, I have people that are close to me that they're going to miss me in my presence more than they're going to miss those other people. So do I care about the followers that those particular, you know, stars or whoever they are, do I care about their followers? Do I care about the people who genuinely care about me, who I'm basically going to be irreplaceable to when my time comes? So let that be your inspiration. So I'm going to leave you with a song from Soul Rising. It's been a while since I played a song from him. He's got a whole bunch of new songs out, so I got to start putting these back on the show. Um, this is a new one that just came out toward the end of May of 2023. This one is very appropriately titled Courageous Life. Live your life with courage, appreciation, and optimism. Like the lyrics to that song say by Tim McGraw. Live a life so when you die, there's standing room only. Most important, keep living. If you are a conscious thought leader, an expert on inspiration, or have your own amazing story to tell about how you've manifested your best life, we want you on the show. You can connect with us by writing to connect at livethislife.org. That's C-O-N-N-E-C-T at livethislife.org. Or you can reach out to us through the show's Calendly page at calendly.com forward slash livethislife. And be sure to check out everything going on with the podcast at livethislife.org.